now 7.07 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network, Paying It Forward. And we probably most uh, within the reach of my voice, probably you as well. We, we all kind of have a general idea of what we mean to each other when we say, hey, pay it forward, right? But what does it mean for an employer, a business, uh, an organization that employs people and uh, tries to make a profit? What does it mean for a business to pay it forward? Who better to ask about this than the man who wrote about it? Bill English is a uh, an executive and an entrepreneur. He's publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com. And uh, he wrote about this very eloquently. As always, good to see you, Bill. Thanks very much for joining us. Paying it, what got you started on the subject of paying it forward? I'm well, real curious. Tell us about that. Because I had a negative experience yesterday okay. with a potential vendor that I was half interviewing, half checking out, you know, to be a, a, a kind of a supplier of some information for my new business, Elevate. You know, I've started this new business where I do right. a business consulting to other businesses. And uh, so I'm talking with this with this company, and uh, everything's going along fine until they realize, and I realize, that I can't afford their entry-level price point right now at this stage of my business. Mm-hmm. And once that happened, you could just feel the energy deflate at the other end of the uh, phone call, and she lost interest rather quickly, asked me uh, within just a matter of 15 or 20 seconds if there was anything else I needed, and it was an awkward moment to ask that question and i knew the answer that she was looking for was no i don't need anything more so she said she'd email me some stuff and got off the phone she never emailed me and um, i thought you know if she had just paid it forward a little bit and spent a little bit more time with me and and helped me understand how the services really help my business i probably at some point in the future would buy them but uh, she didn't and as a result i think she lost a potential customer yeah, uh, that's uh, that's very interesting. I, I I can imagine. I think I I think I've been on that kind of call before, haven't we all? In uh, one side or the other, where you realize, you know what, this is not what I expected it to be. This person uh, doesn't have the money to spend or the job to offer me as I thought they would, or what have you. And so, uh, a polite way of. Uh, Wrapping up the call immediately so we don't, quote-unquote, waste any more time is, uh, anything else? Thanks. Love you. Bye. Uh, it sounds like that's that's kind of how things unfolded for you. It, it, it precisely. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, so what would it have meant if this individual had paid it forward? Flesh out this concept of paying it forward, even in this context that you're describing here, so we're all on the same page, so to speak. Well, you know, when a person uh, kind of gives into your life in a way that is undeserved, you know you don't deserve it right now, but they give to you anyways. How does that make you feel? It makes you feel good. It makes you mm-hmm. feel wanted. It makes you feel uh, valued. It makes you feel like you're important. And these are things that, uh, you know, business is built on relationships, and these are things that build relationships in business between a a vendor and a customer, between an employer and an employee, uh, between partners, those kinds of things. And and when when people don't pay it forward, when they don't invest in the relationship before they ask for the sale, then a lot of times they uh, they lose both the sale and the relationship. And I think that was what happened with me yesterday. Um, you note at BibleInBusiness.com, you say, uh, paying it forward is a phrase I hear other business people. Uh, I use it too. People will say, I'm going to be helpful and add value before I ask for your business. 
In my Elevate business, I offer free consultations, not just short phone calls, but a real consultation in which I try to offer real value. This way, a potential customer can get a feel for how I work with them and the value that I offer. And obviously, you're, you're extending that opportunity for them to get a feel for how things work before they spend any money. How does that apply to... Uh, most business owners, would you say? I mean, at, at the end of the day, we, we have to make a sale. Those of us who are in for-profit enterprise, we need to get the deal done. We need to get the uh, collect the check. We need to get the other party to be able to buy our services or our products or what have you. Uh, but um, how do we know at all times, you know, who needs to go first in offering the real value that you describe? Help us apply that. I, in my mind, the person who offers the real value right away is the person who is going to be asking for the sale. So if, uh, if I'm asking you, Austin, to purchase a widget from me, uh, I should be willing to pay it forward and help you uh, out in some way that is unexpected and that really offers real value to you without the expectation that there's a quid pro quo that you now buy from me. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the essence of, of the pay it forward. And it's easier to do this in service-oriented businesses than it is in manufacturing businesses. So if, I, if I'm if i a, a manufacturer of, uh, of injected molds, for example, and you need something molded, uh, it, I, it's hard for me to pay that forward a lot. Maybe I can mm-hmm. add a feature on or I can give you two of them instead of one or something like that for the same price. But... Um, in a services-oriented business like mine and, and somewhat like yours, uh, it's easier to pay it forward and offer real value first. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Paying it forward, our concept that uh, we're talking about, Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. Uh, he uh, has written about this. We've got this on our website at MyFaithRadio.com. And Bill's in studio with us uh, offering some insights on this all-important concept. I'm, I'm sure you're, you'd probably be quick to point out that, hey, this is a, this is a very biblical idea, uh, something that we're admonished to do as Christians. Um, tell, us, tell us about the, I guess, the biblical underpinnings, if you will, of this notion of paying it forward. Well, and I really don't want to be crass or to be disrespectful to the Scriptures here. Okay, so I'm going to preface what I'm going to say with that. Sure. But in a very real sense, to use this phrase, Christ and God paid it forward for us. He came while we were yet sinners, and he died for us in the hopes that we would accept him as our Savior and Lord. He loved us before we loved him. He gave mm-hmm. his life for us before he asked us to give his our lives for him. He gave a big, in a business sense, paid it forward uh, for our souls and our spirits. And I think that that is very biblical for us to turn around and do the same thing for other people. Very interesting. When we come back, let's uh, talk some more about this notion of paying it forward, maybe even as it applies uh, outside of the business realm to other areas of our lives. And how do we know we've got uh, whether how do we know whether or not we've got what we need to be able to pay it forward? Can we uh, can we uh, actually make good? Do we have the funds to cover the check, so to speak? We'll ask Bill English about this as we continue. Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. It's now 715. It's the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. It's now 7.17, Mountain Top Central Time here at the Faith Radio Network. And I'm Austin Hill, 
Here weekday morning, 6 till 8, as we seek to connect faith to life. Talking about paying it forward. And what exactly does that mean in our everyday lives and in business? Bill English, publisher of BibleInBusiness.com, uh, he is uh, in studio with us. This notion of paying it forward, I, it, it strikes me that, um, and, and maybe some people listening to our conversation today, Bill, are thinking this, but uh, especially for a business owner that maybe doesn't have a whole lot of uh, financial resources, they're hearing this and saying, well, wow, I, I, I can spend my entire day, I can just fill up my entire calendar all week doing presentations and offering consultations and uh, doing things, helping things, doing favors, if you will, for possible clients who are never going to actually become an authentic client and pay me for my services. In the name of paying it forward and being generous, I can bankrupt myself. What do you say to that person who's uh, maybe struggling, Bill English, with understanding how equipped are they really to offer something? for free. Any thoughts on that? Everybody is equipped to offer something for free, but it doesn't have to be your total value. So it seems to me that, you know, I've, I've, I've worked with other uh, professionals, um, uh, you know, psychologists and, and others in the healthcare industry, and kind of the pushback was when I said, well, maybe you should offer a free 30-minute consultation and just let people come in and talk about stuff and, and make it free. And their response was exactly what you just said. Well, I could fill my whole calendar uh, 40 hours a week with free 30-minute consultations. And I said, exactly. Mm-hmm. What, what is the downside here? And their thought is, I'm going to lose all this money. And my thought is, out of that group of people who come, they're going to get some new customers. Some of them will not buy, but others will. And so mm-hmm. it just seems to me that that's, that's good marketing. If you are catering to people who uh, really genuinely cannot afford your services, then I think your first um, uh, presentation, your presentation at our small business breakfast series, without giving the whole story away, will really cover that because you can still serve your community uh, and and give back into your community, which is part of the philanthropy that, that, that we advocate here at Bible and Business for for-profit businesses. You can do that in a way that you still gain goodwill in, in the, uh, in the um, community as well as grabbing new customers along the way. Yeah, and I appreciate you bringing that up. We are uh, about ready to launch. You'll hear the recorded announcements here on the Faith Radio Network uh, probably by the end of this week, I would imagine. I mean, we've got the, uh, well, let's just say we've heard the demo audio, and it sounds real cool, but we've got the <laughs> mock-ups. We've got the got the message ready to go, and we're just waiting, waiting for the, uh, the final green light here. But we are launching a series of small business breakfast events, as you allude to, Bill English. I'm honored to be speaking. Speaking at the first one coming up in the month of March, you'll get plenty of advance warning on this one. Uh, but I'll be the presenter, and uh, we'll have some very tangible and uh, very practical advice that I, I think it, it's born out of my own experience working with some clients that I consulted, uh, have consulted over the years, and some businesses that I worked in. Uh, I think it'll be practical and very helpful and uh, kind of take a fresh new look at uh, what marketing is really about, what it really means for a business to serve its 
its community. It's not just about profits. We all want to be and have to be at some point profitable if we're in for-profit enterprise. Uh, but doing a good turn for those who are never going to be able to pay it back, uh, that's pretty critical and, and, and very essential. I, and I, I love how you brought this uh, pay-it-forward concept to bear here, uh, Bill, at BibleandBusiness.com. This serves as a basis and a very tangible easy to understand way for all of us to get a grip on uh, paying it forward. In fact, I I would say, and I think you probably wrote it this way, that I would say there's something here that we can all learn and it can inform how we live our day on any given day of the week, whether we own a business or not. Agreed? Agreed. You know, if, if you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then there's a part of you that must be interested in building relationships with other people. And anytime you're building a relationship with another person, irrespective of, of what kind of relationship that is, in a very real sense, you're having to pay it forward. There's a little bit of a cost to you to invest in that relationship, but boy, is it worth it. And, uh, you know, business is built on relationships. Politics is built on relationships. Even this show, in a very real sense, is built on relationships. And so paying it forward is, is, uh, is part and parcel, I think, of being a Christian. Does a person need to have limits drawn? And I, I ask this, uh, not only recognizing that you're a business executive and seminary grad, you you know the scriptures, you know theology, but you're also a licensed psychologist. You have counseled people down through the years, people who uh, I'm sure you've dealt with people who in some cases uh, just end up being the doormat or the welcome mat for other people. They get walked on, they get trampled on, they get taken from constantly. Nothing ever gets replenished in their lives, but all they know is to give and to give and to give. Does a person need to have limits even as they try to generously pay it forward in your estimation? Yeah, I do. I think if you're paying it forward so that somebody will like you, um, that's a bad motivation and you'll end up sacrificing more than what you should. I think if you're violating your values in order to pay it forward, that's not a good situation and I wouldn't advise that you engage in that. Uh, you know, the Bible talks about not pour, not throwing our pearls before swine. So there is a sense in which we, we can reach a limit on how much we pay forward and I think that really requires us to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit and to be able to say, um, you know, I'm done here. I've given enough. This person isn't responding. Uh, it, it is time for me to move on. So there are limits. I, sure. I can only only go so far with this particular relationship is That's what right. I hear you saying. That's yeah, right. Very good. Final thoughts uh, on uh, uh, paying it forward as we go about our day today. Those of us who are business owners are probably more than likely most people within the reach of our respective voices uh, work for somebody else who's a business owner. What, what does the employee do to pay it forward? You know, the employee maybe does a little extra for the employer today. You know, just just go out there and do it a little bit extra for your employer and love on them a little bit. I like it. I like it. Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. That's where you can find him. And you can find uh, this uh, great article that he's written on this uh, concept of paying it forward uh, at uh, MyFaithRadio.com. We'll make sure to get a link there. I, I, You know, I owe you a bunch of pay it forwards. I, I need to buy a whole lot of vanilla lattes and all kinds of good stuff for when you come into the studio. So I'll try to make that happen next time. That sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Great to see you. Appreciate what you do. And uh, we'll look forward to talking again very, very very soon. 725, it's the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. Breakpoints is on the way in moments. Don't go away. <laughs> 